thank you for inviting me, Susie. I want to speak about some developments in mediation, particularly family mediation, that have uh, taken place quite recently. Uh, if we'd had this discussion a year ago, had this had this meeting a year ago, I would have been saying, well, you know, mediation is a very good thing, and I would have been telling you all, all its virtues, but I would have been saying that it's not necessarily got backing of the system, and there's some judges are very much in favour of it and some are not, and it's all a bit woolly and solicitors are opposed to it and it may be difficult, etc. And there'd be lots of doubts, but things are changing. As I explained recently in an ASM Plus blog that I did, which is last week, first of all, there have been some very interesting developments in what judges are saying in court, because I think increasingly they have become well aware that they simply cannot cope with the impossible load, caseloads they have, even without COVID. And we know the entire justice system in the UK is, is three years behind where it should be. Uh, but more recently, there have been two very, very significant developments. First of all, in the context of ordinary civil things, civil matters, the, the master of the roles, who is the second most important judge in England, has said that basically civil mediation is the way to go. They want to use it to clear a massive back, uh, backlog. They want to make it a central plank of the civil justice system. And he says the time when, it, when it's called an alternative remedy will go and we will stop using the word alternative. And that's not coming from a judge in court who's a bit, a bit cross because he's, he's had his time wasted with a particular case. It's coming from someone who is very important in the justice system and also has the political and the judicial clout to make it happen. So that's significant. So it's taking on board all those bits of important case law and they've mentioned in the past. For our purposes today, the most, most significant thing, I think the most exciting thing came out of an article in the Sunday Times about three weeks ago. In that, a spokesman for the Justice Secretary Dominic Raab, who is also the Deputy Prime Minister significantly, but basically said uh, the Justice Secretary wants to make mediation a central plank. Uh, the Justice Secretary is very concerned about this massive backlog that has arisen, partly because many people don't have legal aid and they can't afford lawyers and they're, and they're representing themselves, so of course the whole process takes longer. But partly, and I, the system just can't cope anyway. Uh, so he has basically said, particularly in children cases, he wants mediation to become a central focal point. Now he is looking at means to implement that. Uh, it's all very well to say you must use mediation, but there have to be sanctions. He will have to give guidance to the courts. Individual judges will have to know what they're doing. Court staff will have to know. Lawyers will have to know. But these are the words of somebody who sounds like he actually means it. And being the deputy prime minister, he's the second most important politician in the country, and he has the clout to implement these things. He's also published this, published his views in a major uh, UK national newspaper, which has a big readership. So in a sense, he's, he's nailed his colours to the mast, and if he doesn't, he will be held to account on this. Uh, Mediation uh, virtues have been extolled to 
people on this network and on other another medium a lot. It is cheap. It is cost. Uh, it is time. It saves time. It gets results in ninety percent of cases. So th there is the underlying virtue for using mediation. It's, it's just now that we mediators have have political clout between us uh, to take things further. I would say to people, don't wait. This will take a couple of years. Don't wait until the Justice Secretary implements these things. You can go to mediation today. Uh, the mediation service that we provide and other people provide will be as good today as it will be in two years time or three years time. Uh, get ahead of the game. Uh, to solicitors who may be watching, I'm sure the majority of the profession, uh, and that includes barristers as well, are progressive and forward thinking will entirely understand the significance of what I'm saying. To those who are less keen or may be skeptical, I would say this. Uh, in a particular civil case not so long ago, uh, one of the parties point blank refused mediation twice and refused to settle out of court, maintaining uh, that they, they had a good defence. There was no good defence and the, when it came to trial, the the, the uh, defendant who claimed the good defence lost very badly indeed. The judge who heard the case went absolutely ballistic, insofar as judges do go ballistic, and he penalised those parties in costs very, very heavily. And not only that, he criticised the legal team behind it. So solicitors themselves could be held liable in cost, as could barristers, if they don't advise mediation at the correct points and they don't implement the procedure where it's required. Uh, their clients could also be hit, hitting costs. So could they. Uh, solicitors do not want to be uh, profesh uh, criticised professionally. It does them no good at all. So for the, the progressive majority, please embrace it and please start using it now to the minority who may not be quite so keen on the idea I'd say have a good, a good long, hard think about it. Uh, I practiced as a solicitor for many years. I did family work in at the time when mediation wasn't even spoken about. Uh, and I know how hard and how thankless it can be for the solicitors, never mind their poor clients who have to go through this through cases sometimes taking years and years and years. So I would say again to any doubters, think think carefully and please embrace it and please please start using it now don't wait and don't wait for the justice secretary to formulate plans in two years as i'm sure he will uh, get on the bandwagon now my name is paul sanford i'm one of the directors of albert, albert square mediation limited we trade as asm plus which is how you might know us we are a mediation company uh, providing a whole range of dispute resolution services not just mediation we were set up about six years ago by me, and we have a very, very diverse range of associates from all sorts of backgrounds. So we, prevent, we present a comprehensive one-stop service. Uh, family mediation is a very important constituent part of that. And we have an expert team of five covering not just divorce, but other aspects of family work. But we have two expert family uh, divorce mediators in particular. My name is Kimberly Ewart. I'm a writer and um, 
I'm also a divorced parent. So I wanted to put a resource tool out there for divorced parents and their children. And recently I published my book, Family Redefined Childhood Reflections on the Impact of Divorce, which is 10 chapters of adult children reflecting back on those memories of their parents' divorce. Lisa is my first chapter, and she was five years old at the time and an only child. And the biggest impact that her parents' divorce had on her was a sense of uh, loss and abandonment because her father kind of got out of the picture pretty quickly. And she's carried that uh, fear of abandonment with her throughout her life. She's now in her mid-50s. And just in the last 10 years, she's probably realized that she's um, she's repeated a pattern that's caused from her fears of abandonment, of looking for people who she knows, you know, subconsciously will reject her because she always had, anticipates and expects um, that the people that she cares for and those that she loves will leave her. The most striking impact of um, the abandonment issues that Lisa has and continues to deal with was back when she was a child, her mother would go on dates as, you know, is normal. And she would have this uh, unrealistic fear that her mother was going to leave her because in her words, she says, my dad, you know, ditched me. Why wouldn't my mom? So her mother never gave her any reason to feel that way and was more than reassuring, but it was just in um, a scar that, you know, had developed because of the abandonment issues that she dealt with from her father. And she's gotten to a point in her life now where she realizes that how he treated her and was actually his own problems. And She's not carrying that with her anymore. He's he's since passed, but she knows that she um, has to move forward with, you know, having confidence in herself and not having that fear that someone that she cares about will eventually leave her. Mostly it was her mother's um, reassurance and just constantly being there for her. They're as close as any child and parent can be, even though Lisa's in her middle, you know, middle fifties, um, they're like best friends. And that is what a lot of the experts say is that you have to have that source of support, whether it be a parent or a counselor or even, you know, um, a parish priest or something or a good confidant, a friend, um, that sense of um, having someone to, that you know is always going to be there and provide you the support you need, especially during the traumatic time of divorce, is is a key um, is key for children to have during this difficult time. And she's she's in a good place, and her and her mother have this tightest bond. She calls her her touchstone, and um, she has a stepfather, a stepbrother, and they're all have a great relationship. So. She's, she's at a good point in her life, and she's moving forward from that.
Hi everyone, I'm Jen Edwards. I'm an intuitive energy healer and I'm delighted to be here this evening to help you with your trapped emotions. So I'm going to use the body code and the emotion code to release from you trapped emotions which are holding you back. And I was thinking how I was going to help you today and what I did was I drew a card. So this card is a card about blessings. And what my spirit guides are asking me to do is to release from you anything that is standing in the way of blessings coming to you. And that felt like a fabulous thing to do at this time of year, getting towards the holiday season. So I'm going to, without further ado, I'm going to start. Um, so let's just make sure I have a connection with you. Yes, I have a connection with you. All right, so the first trapped emotion that's coming up for me that wants to be released from you is abandonment um, there's more than one of these yes there's more than one I need to know the numbers no can I release abandonment yes I can so now I'm releasing abandonment by swiping on as you see on the uh, back of my fingers if you want to swipe with me you may and if you don't feel like you want to well that's absolutely fine 100% whatever you do is perfect for your experience I am releasing abandonment now have we released abandonment? Yes, we've released abandonment. There's another trapped emotion that's coming up that wants to be released. It's betrayal. Uh, trapped emotion of betrayal. Yes, more than one. Yes, need to know the numbers. No, need to know the ages. No. Okay, so with love and the best intentions, release betrayal from you now. Release it from all levels, all layers, all times, all ages. We release betrayal now. Have we released betrayal? Yes, we've released betrayal. There's another trapped emotion that's coming up and it is forlorn. Are you asking for me to release a trapped emotion of forlorn? Yes, there's more than one I can release. Yes, I need to know the numbers. No, I need to know the ages. No, I release forlorn now with love and the best intentions from all layers or levels or times or ages. I release forlorn. Have we released forlorn? Yes. Have we balanced your being? Yes. There's another trapped emotion. It is, um, is it nervousness? No. Is it disgust? Yes. It's a trapped emotion of disgust and it's yours. Um, and you, uh, you have more than one of these that wants to go. Yes. Can I release, can I release disgust from you? Yes. Do I need to know more about this? No. So with love and the best intentions, release disgust. Release disgust from all levels, all layers, all times, all ages. Release disgust from you now with love and the best intentions. Have we released disgust? Have we balanced your being? There's a trapped emotion of anxiety which wants to go. Uh, there's more than one. We need to know the numbers. We need to know more about this. Can we release anxiety from you now? Yes. With love and the best intentions, release anxiety. As we do, we bring balance to all parts of your being that have been affected by this. We release anxiety with love and the very best intentions now. Have we released anxiety? Yes, we've released anxiety. There's another trapped emotion that wants to go. It's hopelessness. Are you feeling hopelessness? Yes. Do we need to know when this occurred? No. Do we need to know the numbers? No. Can we release hopelessness from you now? Yes. 
Have we released hopelessness from you? Yes, we have. Have we balanced your being? Yes. There's another trapped emotion. It's lack of control. There's more than one of these. We need to know the numbers. We need to know the ages. Can we release lack of control? Yes. With love and the best intentions, release lack of control from you. As we do, we bring balance to all parts of your being. Release lack of control now. We've released lack of control. There's another trapped emotion, it's defensiveness. There's more than one, we can release more than one. We need to know the numbers, we need to know the ages. Can we release defensiveness from you? Yes. With love and the best intentions, we release defensiveness. As we do, we bring balance to all parts of your being that have been affected by this. Release it from all layers, all levels, all times, all ages. Have we released defensiveness? Yes. Have we balanced your being? Yes. There's another trapped emotion that needs to go to low self-esteem. Is there more than one we can release? Yes. Do we need to know the numbers? No. Do we need to know the ages? No. With love and the best intentions. Have we released low self-esteem? There's another one, I think it's self-abuse. Is it self-abuse? Yes. This is, um, it ranges in my experience from, um, you know, negative self-talk through to things like cutting. Uh, self-abuse, more than one, yes. We need to know the numbers, no. We need to know the ages. Can we release self-abuse now? Yes, we can. Have we released self-abuse? Yes. Have we balanced your being? Yes. There's another trapped emotion, it's grief. Do you have a trapped emotion of grief? Yes. Do we need to know the numbers? No. Do we need to know the ages? No. Can we release grief now? Yes. Have we released grief? Yes. Have we balanced your being? Yes. There's another trapped emotion that wants to go. It's effort unreceived. There's more than one of these. Yes. We need to know the numbers. No. We need to know the ages. No. Can we release effort unreceived? Yes. Have we released effort unreceived? Yes. There's another trapped emotion, it's insecurity. This is a feeling of insecurity. There's more than one of these we can release. We need to know the numbers. We need to know the ages. Can we release insecurity from you? Have we released insecurity? Yes. Have we balanced your being? Yes. There's another trapped emotion. It's um, self-abuse. No. Is it stubbornness? Yes, it's stubbornness. Can we release stubbornness from you? Yes. Is there more than one we can release? Yes. Do we need to know the numbers? No. Do we need to know the ages? 
no love and the best intentions really stubbornness from you as we do we bring balance to all parts of your being that have been affected by this really stubbornness with love and the best intentions from all levels or layers we've released this there's another trapped emotion it is vulnerability there's more than one we can release we need to know the numbers we need to know the ages can we release vulnerability now yes we've released vulnerability okay that's enough um, that's as many as I can release for you right now um, I'm getting a message that I have released enough from you please keep a gentle eye on yourself in the next couple of days and notice any shifts in how you feel um, you may feel you may notice that you feel really happy um, if you feel anxious or if you feel um, you know if any of these emotions come up for you if echoes of these emotions come up for you please know that this will pass please just love yourself and uh, do lots of walks in nature if you can drink lots of water if you can and um, hot baths are wonderful okay so with love and the best intentions from me namaste thank you for allowing me to serve you and um, um, i'm gonna hand i'm gonna hand back to susie now so once again thank you so much for allowing me to serve you it's been a great honor and a privilege for me to walk this road with you namaste always always make peace your weapon of choice